doing the thing right now because uh, sometimes it sounds really ugly which I will try to fix right now if it does sound really ugly um, that's good doing does it sound ugly come on come on oh wait I'm, I'm, I'm spelling this I'm trying not to spoil it so I, I am simply okay that's not that bad alright so there that is alright so this is the bedtime story um and I'm tired as well so I'm probably gonna actually read it in a very much bedtime story tone <clears throat> so this story is the uninvited party guests the uninvited party guests this story is the uninvited party guests by Olivia Shoemake Sophia and her cat Peaches discover the strangest party in the trunk of a tree. Now this is where the story starts. But I don't want to go to the party. Sophia stamped her foot as her mother brushed her red curls, curls out of her face. My darling, you have to go. Now, your cousin has been kind enough to invite you to her tea party. It would be rude not to go. I should probably, I should probably join this next, uh, I should probably join the thing. There we are. Alright, I should probably. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to restart this. Sophia, Sophia and her cat, Peaches, discover the strangest party in the trunk of a tree. The story starts here. But I don't want to go to the party. Sophia stamped her foot as her mother brushed her red curls out of her face. My darling, you have to go. Now, your cousin has been kind enough to invite you to her tea party. It would be rude not to go. But I don't even like Samantha. She is snotty at a snob. Wait, she is a is snotty snob. What? Is there pictures? Um, there is. Yes. Show us. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> Alright. Uh, <laughs> Alright. Alright. I'll just. I'll, I'll scroll down as I read. Okay, I'll read. I'll read. I'll st I'm just BN, so I'll just start from here. <laughs> <laughs> the uninvited party guest. Sophia and her cat, Peaches, discover the strangest party in the trunk of a tree. I'm tired, by the way, so I can. I can do this. I can. I have the patience for this. <laughs> But I don't want to go to the party. Sophia stamped her foot as her mother brushed her red curls out of her face. My darling, you have to go. Now your cousin has been kind enough to invite you to her tea party. It would be rude not to go. But I don't even like Samantha. She is a snotty and a snob. She is a snotty snob, Sophia huffed. It looks like we got an Einstein story. Alright, this is the next one. Right. Her mother sighed as she placed a large sun hat with a yellow bow on Sophia's head. Sophia hated that hat almost as much as she hated that it went perfectly with her yellow sundress. 
I promise that you will have a good time once you go. Now, you know by the you know the way to your cousins. Take the path through the woods. It's going to be a grand party. Your aunt has told me that they have lined the path with blue ribbons to help guide the guests. You can take your bicycles. Follow the blue ribbons all the way there. Don't go off the path or don't lose your invitation. She said firmly, pressing the golden envelope into her hand. Sophia kissed her mother goodbye and retrieved her bicycle from the shed. Her bicycle was her prized position. It was cherry red with a white wicker basket in front. She began to push her bike towards the forest. Her orange tabby, ta tabby cat peaches crawled out from behind the shed and began to follow her in the woods. Uh, you trying to say something, Shed? Huh? Oh, I just said the bike is gay as fuck. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> okay. Um, no, Peaches, you can't come with me, she said, shooing her away. Meow is... Peaches meowed in protest. Well, alright, maybe you can... you in there. The party isn't so bad. She scooped the cat up, placed her in the basket, and rode into the woods. Sophie had always liked the forest. It was big, open, and free. The trees were so tall she thought she could perhaps she could climb the clouds. It wasn't long before she saw the blue ribbons tied in bows that would lead her to the tea party. She followed them deeper into this forest. She groaned. She wanted nothing more than to run away and skip that stupid party. Something bright caught her eye. She turned her head. There in front of her. This path split. There was now a fork in the road. A small path led off to the denser part of the woods. Curiouser. That's a that's a word this story is writing. Curiouser. It's not English. Stupid that, that, author. That's a that's not a word. Yes, Curiouser. Yes. Okay. Whoever invented English is stupid. Then. Curiouser. <laughs> You're still, right. The path was lined with red ribbons. How odd, Peaches, look. There is a new path in the woods. I've been here many times and have never said, seen the second path. Surely I must follow it, if only just to see where it will take me. After all, when one is given a choice to be surprised, one must take it. That's very true. Peaches meowed in agreement. They diverted down the second path, following the red ribbons. As they traveled down the new path, the trees began to look different. They changed from the familiar pine trees and to a tall and twisted kind of tree that Sophia had never seen before. The sky also seemed to change from a blue to a violet. Sophia shivered, for it had suddenly grown colder. Chunky snowflakes began to fall from the sky. I am not dressed properly. How strange for it to be snowing in June. So I, I, I know, uh, so a common theme that I see in a lot of these stories that, for the last two stories that I read, there, there isn't much of a moral lesson. It's more like, like, okay, so don't travel down the forest into the scary monster's lair. Don't do that. Which, it's, it, like, that's the common thing. It's, it's like, don't do the extremely obviously wrong thing. Anyways. 
The path with the line rib red ribbon stopped abruptly. At the end of the path was the largest tree Sophie had ever seen. It was larger than a house. She rubbed her eyes. Actually, it seemed this tree was a house. A bright red door with a golden knob was placed on the outside. The door was just the right size for Sophia. The knob turned and the door actually appeared to have opened by itself. Her cat began to meow and wildly sprang out from the basket. Peaches, come back, Sophia cried, throwing her bicycle to the ground, but the cat had already disappeared behind the door. Sophia peered inside and seemed that the tree was not a house after all. The open, the open door revealed an underground tunnel that went farther in than Sophia could see. A stick ladder lay against one side of the tunnel. She leaned in. She could hear cheerful music come from deep inside the tunnel. A scrumptious smell tickled her nose. Well, I can't go to Cousin Samantha's without Peaches. I must go after her. She gathered all the courage she could muster, which she felt didn't amount to much more than a breadcrumb. But a crumb of courage is more powerful than a fistful of fear. She climbed down the ladder and followed the music. She felt as though she had been deciding for quite some time, perhaps hours, she thought. Finally, she felt her feet for the firmness of a dirt floor. There were forest creatures dancing and playing instruments around a roaring bonfire. There are chairs and tables piled high with plates of rich food. It seemed like the animals were having a secret party of their own underground. There were bears, badgers, foxes, wolves, rabbits, and even birds, all finely dressed and walking upright. Sophia gasped in surprise. Suddenly the music stopped. The creatures all turned to look at her. What is this human doing here? demanded a rabbit who was dressed in trousers and were holding a fiddle. Uh, I'm Sophia, and I was just looking for my cat, she stammered. Oh, you mean Peaches. She's over there talking with a badger, explained the bear, wearing a shimmering evening gown. Sophia gasped at the sight of her cat speaking to a badger while walking upright on her hind legs. Oh, I know, I must be dreaming, Sophia said as she rubbed her eyes. It's the cat, the, the badger. My dear, I'm afraid this is a private party. Do you and your guest have an invitation? Asked a gray fox, wearing a top hat and a tweed jacket. Large round, large round glasses hung low on his snout. I, um, Sophia stuttered. She was cold and hungry, and she did not want to leave without her cat. She fumbled around her pocket and pulled out her cousin's tea invitation her tea party invitation. She held it out to the fox. Oh dear, let me see. Can anyone here read human? From the fox. No. Uh, the animals muttered and shook their heads. Sophia then got a clever idea. Oh, well, speaker right now. Oh, yes, yeah, Sophia. 
Oh, yes, you see, it says here that you were cordially invited to that party, and, um, you may bring a one guest with you. My guest is Peaches the Cat over there, she said, beaming with her own quick wit. The, the old gray fox eyed the invitation in us, Sophia, suspiciously. Well, all right, then. Let's continue the party, and f please find something proper to for Mrs. Peaches to wear. It is indecent for a feline of good upbringing to parade around in their own fur coats, declared the old fox. Sophia and her cat... Sophia placed her hat on Peaches' head and tied a ribbon from her hair around the cat's neck. The two sat side by side at the table. That was quick thinking. I just wanted to come for the food. I don't actually know anyone here, said Peaches. Sophie did not think she would ever get to hear her cat speak. Oh, this furry stream is a story. Um, the two ate hordes of delicious food. There was cakes, scones, fish, and berries. They even drank tea with milk and honey with dainty little cups. The music started up again, and Sophia danced the night away alongside the woodland creatures. She waltzed with the fox and tangled with the bear. She even learned a new dance from the rabbit who wore trousers. It was not until the night was nearly over that Sophia thought of the time. Oh no, I forgot the time! I really must be going. Thank you for your kindness. This was uh, the most splendid party I'd ever been to. What was... Oh, let's do the pictures. Um... Been to. Each animal gave her a great big hug. There's still something I don't quite understand, said Sophie to the gray fox. There was no other path all the other times they had entered the woods, yet this time there was. Perhaps, Sophia, the other times you weren't looking for it, said the gray fox with a wink. We were most delightful. Well, uh... We were most delighted to have you, Sophia. I do not... Alright? Okay. We were most delighted to have you, Sophia. I hope you... I do hope you come again to our next party. Someday you must come back and teach us how to read humans, said the rabbits. Oh, yes, I promise I will. Sophia and her cat Peaches began to climb a long way up the ladder. They climbed out of the tunnel and stepped through the door back to the forest. What a marvelous party, Peaches. Sophia turned to find that Peaches was no longer walking on two legs. She was back on all fours now. She meowed and licked her paw carelessly. The hand and the ribbon had been discarded. Sophia picked them up and placed the garments and the hat the cat in the wicker basket of her bike and began to follow the path. Oh, oh my god. Dyslexia. Soon the forest started to look as usual as ever. And the sun was again high in the sky as if no time had passed at all. She could now see her house at the end of the forest. What a wonderfully peculiar day, she thought. That fucking sucked. That story sucks. Hold on. Okay, that that's the end though. That's the end. Um